your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Avalanche fans, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche. And we have practiced. And if anybody is as excited about practice as I am, uh, join the bandwagon of excited fans over Colorado Avalanche practice. <clears throat> because uh, that that's what we have to hang our hat on right now. And uh, if, if anybody was looking forward to a practice as much as I was, uh, I'm sure there was plenty of people out there because it just signifies we should be on the ice playing this weekend, Sunday against Vegas. Hopefully everything that the avalanche have done has been by the book and Vegas. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm sure they're trying to do their best too, but there, some things are out of your control with this whole situation. And I don't know if the game's up in the air right now, but all we care about is the Avalanche are practicing, and there's a game on Sunday, and hopefully the Avalanche are playing it. So we will get to uh, that practice. We will hear from Coach Bednar because we haven't really had. Uh, you know, well, we haven't had games in, in a while, so we haven't been able to play. Normally, I like to play his press conference once a week, <clears throat> so we'll, we'll do that today. Lots of good information in there, um, and kind of just discuss the weekend uh, that it could be. So, before we get to all of that, today's episode is brought to you by the people over at RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com follow the show on social media outlets follow on twitter l-o-p-n underscore avalanche on instagram search for locked on avalanche and send any questions comments concerns or opinions to locked on avalanche at gmail.com before we get to the practice part the nhl did release or i should say update their Enhanced COVID-19 protocols. So this was released right around 8 o'clock last night. And there's three major, well, three big things, two big things really, three new uh, main parts to this. It goes on into a lot of different categories. But the two main things... And I will just read them here. So uh, the NHLPA and NHL announced uh, the addition of several new safety measures to their protocols to reduce the incidence of COVID-19 cases and to increase the ability to detect COVID-19. And then they go on to say the strategies have been tested, they've been validated. So the NHL is adopting them. The first one here is a work-from-home quarantine. So what they say is to reduce the introduction of infection to or into the team environment effective immediately. All players, coaches, training staff, equipment staff, and other members of each club's traveling party will be required to remain at home and not leave their place of residence except to attend practices and games, to exercise outdoors, Uh, on an individual basis to perform essential activities, 
ergo go to the doctor, uh, or to deal with family or other emergencies and other extraordinary circumstances. While players on many clubs are already following this approach, it is our hope that requiring this measure across the league will reduce risks from community-based exposures. It is also being strongly recommended that household members, such as spouses or partners, limit their discretionary activities outside the home. Food and grocery delivery services are being recommended to eliminate the need to shop in person and to thereby reduce interactions with the community. Uh, We understand that not all public social interactions can be avoided, such as school-aged children attending school. Other discretionary activities by household members, such as social engagements, however, are to be limited as much as possible. Why this wasn't said in the very beginning, I have no idea. You are telling these these guys now stay at home but and then you go on to say but if you got stuff to do go and do it so you're really not enforcing anything you're just recommending it and why if it's just a recommendation why aren't you doing this at the beginning of the season because you first you do the recommendation and then if the recommendation doesn't work then you clamp down and make it so and you you demand it now you're um two months behind the ball on this one. And the way that you word it, it's just so like, you know, you are not to leave your place of residence except to attend practices and games, exercise outdoors on an individual basis, or go to the doctor. But if you got to bring your kid to school, we know that uh, we recommend using food delivery services so you don't have to go to the store. They're not telling you use, use food delivery services. I would make that mandatory. Use them. They're there. Use them. I don't know. Like it's very just lax on being like you know ruling with an iron fist. I don't. I wouldn't want you to do that. But you you need to make these rules a little bit more structured than just saying we want you to stay at home. But if you got stuff to do, at least limit it. That just looks weak to me. The other big one here is that they will start utilizing uh, tests, uh, rapid result testing for the virus. So that that's kind of a big deal because they're going and that's going to be effective. Uh, they might have started it last night before yesterday's games. So they're saying, um, uh, where is it here? Okay. Addition of POC testing for us based clubs. In addition to daily lab based PCR testing, the league is in the process of providing the U S clubs with point of care, rapid testing to be administered on game days to all players and club personnel, as well as on ice officials who work in or around the bench area during games. It is expected that this testing will be in place as early as today. So if you're listening to this on Friday, that means yesterday, for most markets. Although these tests have slightly lower ability to detect the presence of COVID-19 than lab-based testing, they will provide prompt same-day results that will reduce the chance of game participation by individuals who might have an infection. If the testee tests positive, such individual will be immediately isolated as per the positive test protocol and contact tracing will promptly ensue. The individual will not participate in that in that game that day that's big that that's a big deal 
because now uh, you are testing guys the day of. So start preparing for players to show up to the ice, get tested and uh, with, with the rapid result testing. And even though those are, are not as accurate as the lab testing, um, it's enough for them to pull a player. And then so that guy immediately is out of the game for that day. And then who were you around? Were you around anybody else on the team? They're out that day. So in that aspect, that's good. And, and I'm not going to jump on the NHL too much for not having this in place right away because that should they have? Yes. Why they didn't? I think it's money related. I think it was very expensive to get those tests. And I don't, I genuinely don't know how available those tests were. I know they're not as widely available um, as, uh, you know, the regular test that, you know, goes up your nose and you send it out to the lab. The, the rapid result testing might not have been as, as widely available. So, but now that it is, the NHL is implementing it, which is good. But it will also cause havoc for some teams. You, you know, w- there might be a time, could happen on Sunday. Uh, you, you might start seeing players on a daily basis, not just from the avalanche, I'm saying, across the league. You're going to start seeing every game probably be affected would be my guess in some way if not every game the majority of games uh, unless this thing starts getting under control you're going to see uh, players being pulled left and right the day of it's a big deal and if they were around anybody if they for some reason drove to the game with another player both those guys are out uh, so stuff to watch going forward because that's uh, two interesting things. Go on NHL.com. It's a pretty long article about all the different measures that they're taking. Those are the big ones, and they get into facial coverings, uh, early detection in the household, reduced interaction, team meetings. Um, they, they go over all that stuff. But those top, those were the first two listed. Um, <clears throat> and I, I know it seems like the NHL is – they're continuing to try, and this is all still – I don't want to say it's new anymore. I mean, we've been dealing with it for over a year now, well, about a year now. Uh, but the home one baffled me, really did. I know they didn't want to go bubble hockey, but you still have to put in some in, into place. Uh, it would be beneficial to, to stay home unless you have to go to the rink for a game or to practice. And then you have to – Keep your family on. I mean, it, it's just the way it is. If you got to keep the family on lockdown, you have to keep the family on lockdown. And yeah, you got school age kids. You have to get them to school. It's a disaster. But the Avalanche are back out on the ice in practice. And Nathan McKinnon, Devon Taves, Pierre Edward Belmar. Should all be back on Sunday, which for Belmar, that's miraculous to me. Uh, so we will uh, hear from Bed Online, and then we are going to hear from Coach Bednar, who had a lot to say about the Avs' first practice back, kind of as expected. So uh, we'll hear from him in a minute. But definitely check out betonline.ag. 
It is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and of course the NHL are in full swing. Bet online, bet online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality shows. Yes, that's true. Real-time update odds, updated odds, and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it is free to sign up. Head over to the website betonline.ag. Use your mobile phone to sign in and sign up for today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit when you use the promo code locked on. Bet online, your online sports book experts. And once again, that promo code is locked on. All right, we are also going to hear from our friends over at rockauto.com. And with the ever increasing numbers, of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts your your parts your you need. Excuse me, in a traditional chain storefront. So why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have a computer with access to RockAuto.com at home and. In your pocket. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com and shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for for professionals and do it yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to RockAuto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that we sent you to them. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That is rockauto.com. All right, let us hear from Coach Jared Bednar. Uh, this one's a little bit longer than normal. He's normally out there for seven, eight minutes, but this was the first time he was available to the media uh, since they came back, being their first practice. So uh, media had some questions, uh, good ones kind of, I guess, excited to get back out on the ice. Everybody was, but there was a lot of rust to break off. So let's hear from Coach Bednar and then uh, comment on the other end. Oh, how is everyone doing who's who's on the list? Like, are they, I guess, doing okay symptom-wise? And then, and then how was practice? How, was there much rust out there today? <laughs> yeah, um, well, the list was or the guys in the list are, are doing fine. You know, they're doing, following the protocol. And so we, we didn't see them today, but uh, it's my understanding that they're all, they're all doing okay. Um, and practice was what you'd expect after not doing anything for whatever it was, seven, eight, nine days. So it, you know, they were just, the, the work ethic was fine, but yeah, there was lots of rust and looked slow and, wasn't wasn't great, but it was exactly what you'd expect to see from with that much time off. Lauren Jabara, Altitude Sports. Hey, Jared, good to see you guys back again. Just what did practice one look like today? And two, you know, how much contact did you have, you know, talking to the guys just about maybe like system things or how much conversation did you have with the guys over the last eight, nine days? None. No, I didn't talk to them at all. I mean, we we, we know what we're doing system wise. We just you know, we're in the middle of or in, in midst of a season and things are going pretty well for our team. And, you know, and then we're on break. We're not we're not going to coach them on break, especially when you have 
three days to get ready for um, Vegas or you know game on Sunday. So we got we have some practice time here, and hopefully, you know, our legs start to come around and we start to improve here real quickly over a short period of time because it's it's tough. You know, like it's not the start of the year where you're or coming out of uh, you know All Star break and bye week like years past where. Uh, the other teams are in the same boat. It's it's we're the team that's sitting and Vegas has been playing. They'll be sharp and hungry and and we're just trying to get moving again. Adrian Dater, Colorado Hockey Now. Go ahead, Adrian. You hear me? Yep. Sorry. A, was McKinnon, Belmar, and Taze on the ice? And uh, B, do you think uh, any of those three could play on Sunday if the game goes on? Yeah, I, all, all three of those guys were on the ice. And, um, yeah, they look pretty good. So we'll see, just see what tomorrow brings. But I, I would say there's a, there's a possibility that, that, you know, some or all of them play on Sunday. Kyle Fredrickson, Denver Post. Hey, Jared. You know, when – you look at what happened with your team having to go through this pause and with other teams across the NHL having to go on break because of COVID. Do you think there's any major changes the league needs to make to its protocols to, to either reduce some of these times or, or keep players healthy by changing game day protocols or anything? I know a lot of these are above your pay grade, but from what you've seen, how this process has worked so far, would you suggest any changes? Um. You know that's a that's a difficult question. I, I you know like I just don't know what what more we can do. You know like we're trying to stay socially distanced. We're wearing masks. Um, we have to go and perform at a high level as a team. Team, um, you know, basically one cohesive unit. And you know like there there's changes being made that are basically separating our group. So. Like, I don't like any of it, to be honest with you, because when you're trying to coach a team to win, you have to be together and you have to, you know, have a feel for your team and players got to have a feel for one another. We're already split into different locker rooms and and doing virtual meetings. And so personally, I don't like any of that. I don't know how, how you're how you're going to get the performance out of the players Um that you normally get when you're connected as a group, you know, I don't, I don't know that that's possible. Are we going to take more, um, are we going to take more precautions and, and put more rules in maybe, and we'll follow them. We'll do what we have to do. But, you know, as a coach, I personally, I, I don't like any of it. I mean, we're, we're, we're trying to keep our guys healthy and, you know, it's, it's been working, you know, to a certain extent and now all of a sudden uh, it's not, but, you know, we got to do what the league tells us to do in order to play the games and and uh, put the product on the ice. But the, the product um, is, you know, in a real good spot right now. And we start separating guys all over the place. It's going to be different. Michael Spencer, CBS4. Hey, Jared, when you look back at the Pierre-Edward Belmar injury, I mean, it was only two weeks ago. At the time, did you think he would be back as, as quickly as – he seems to be. I mean, from the looks of it, it looked like it was going to be a pretty significant injury. Yeah, well, I think that's a you know a tribute to to PE and his work. I think you know you get a time frame, and it's you know it's always subject to change. You know, you get the well, it's week to week or two to four weeks, and and um, you know 
the, the, you know, rushing a guy back is not the best thing and you don't want to put guys on the ice until they're healthy. And I think, you know, you, you watch guys work through their injuries and, and guys are hungry to get back on the ice and, and P's done a lot of work um, to get strong and get ready. And, you know, now he tried it on the ice today after the week off and, and being away from our training staff and, and he feels good. So, you know, it's, it's, it's his work and the trainer's work that have got him healthy here as, as quickly as possible. Uh, was I expecting it? No, knowing, knowing, uh, PE, I, I, I was expecting him to probably be on the short end of his timeline, which he is. Pat Graham, Associated Press. Hey coach, how you doing? Good. I guess the yeah, the silver lining is you're going to have you know Mac back and he's not going to miss a game possibly. But the uh, the other side of that is you're going to have a compressed schedule here coming up soon. How how do you manage that load? What, you know, have you made any plans to you know to to manage that load? No, we just well, I mean it was compressed to start with with 56 games in 116 days, and now it'll be a little bit. Uh, Little bit, little bit even more so. Um, so what we do is we get a loose plan in our schedule. We set it, and and then we we have discussions and a lot of communication with our guys, and we'll watch our team perform. And if we look tired, we'll talk to those guys, and we'll give them the rest that they need in order to be able to, um, you know, keep playing the games. It's the most important thing. There's not going to be a lot of practice time, that's for sure, with the travel and and uh, the number of games in a short period of time. But you have to um, just, you know, open the lines of communication with the individuals and with the team as a whole. Rick Sadowski, NHL.com. Hi, Jared. Um, you guys were playing so well before this latest time off. Um, I'm just wondering how concerned you might be. You only get a couple practices after all this time. Uh, playing a really good team like Vegas, I guess it doesn't really matter who you play. Just wondering, two practices before playing them, um, any concern? Yeah, <laughs> I got a lot of concern, especially after our practice today. I mean, the guys don't have their legs underneath them, so we'll just see, you know, how the next couple of days go, and we'll go and put our best foot forward. But do I have concerns? Absolutely. Eric Dean, Mile High Sports. Uh, hey, Jared, I, I hate to use that word concern again, but, you know, all these questions we're asking about this game Sunday, it's if the game goes on and there's a lot of teams that are, you know, paused right now and in shutdown, kind of like how you guys in Minnesota were. Is it concerning to know that this likely could happen again? It is a possibility. This isn't really as tight lipped as the bubble was. And, and there is a possibility that the schedule could sort of be in shambles, you know, moving forward and, and preparing for that. Yeah, I think that, you know, we're everyone's doing the best that they possibly can in order to, um, you know, get ready for the games. And, and sometimes you get, you know, the, the game will throw you wrinkles and you, and you can't always be prepared for everything. You got to have con contingency plans and uh, injuries are part of that. And um, guys getting sick are part of that. And uh, COVID is now part of that and, and not just worrying about your own team, but you have to, you know, you know, the, the opposition will throw you wrinkles and you just got to be ready to roll with the punches. And, and that's what we're doing. Everyone's just trying to do their best to get, um, um, you know, to get these games in and, and play at as high a level as possible. It's, it's the season is, is not going to look the same as, as any other year because it's, you know, we're getting, um, 
you know, there's there's too many moving pieces to it. And so everyone's just trying to do their best. And that's from the league to, to the management of our teams are getting thrown uh, different things every day. And um, we get the taxi squads on the ice, the same thing. You know, we're just trying to get our guys ready. And these aren't ideal circumstances for sure. Um, for our team taking time off and then going to play Vegas, which is a really good team that's that's been firing on all cylinders and they're ready to go waiting on us. and. Uh, but we got to do our best to go in there and win some hockey games. Kate Shefty, Colorado Springs Gazette. You said you didn't stay in contact with the players during the shutdown. Uh, who did and who was keeping tabs on them? Or did you just kind of trust that they're pros and they know how to stay in shape? Well, yeah, they're they're limited to what they can do, right? Because they're supposed to be in quarantine. So it's not like they're going um, to the gym down the street or can go to the practice facility where we weren't able to do that. So the players want to win and they're, they're, um, I know our guys now, especially it's the same as an off season. You chat with them every once in a while, but you know, that I didn't feel there was a need for seven days off to, to be checking in on them. The guys, the guys have a goal and they're going to do the work that they can do, but they're limited based on what they have at home. You know, that's, that's the reality. They're, they're, they're not supposed to be out and about in the middle of a quarantine. We're here for Jared. Peter Baugh, The Athletic. Yeah, Jared, I guess with the situation with what happened with Minnesota where they had a, a positive player one night and then I guess more cases probably are kind of popped up throughout the week and then maybe spread to your team too. How comfortable do you, I guess, feel playing Vegas this week after kind of what happened where they had a guy leave the game with a positive test? I mean, everyone has their own thoughts on it. And I, I'm going to say that, um, you know, personally, there's the, the you, you, if you went and surveyed everyone in our room, our thoughts would run the gamut. There'd be guys that, that would be very concerned and there'd be guys that aren't concerned at all. So, you know, I lie someplace in, in between there. Adrian Dater, Colorado Hockey Now. Uh, goalie questions here, Jared. Uh, I'm not sure who's on the practice squad just yet, but uh, who would you say is your backup goalie right now? And uh, anything more on Francois's prognosis? No, I don't have anything else on Frank. He's, he's, I mean, he's still out long-term and um, our backup goalie right now is Misko. Last one, Kyle Keefe, Altitude Sports. Hey coach, uh, Logan O'Connor was buzzing. Um, can you just talk about the energy that he's brought to the lineup and just, what have you liked about his game? Well, there's a lot to like. You know, I, I no first thing is is the improvement and growth that he's that he's shown over the last couple of years with us. Um, you know, he was called up early on and played some games and um, watched him play, and he did okay. But then when you go watch watch him play for the Eagles, you just see how dominant of a player he can be. And you know, he started to bring a little bit more of that to uh, his game here with the Avs. We saw it late last year in the or in the bubble and in the playoffs, and and late in the year, and and now. You know, we're seeing it again. You know, he's, he's, he's filling in on our penalty kill. He's been a real good penalty killer at the AHL level. He's going to take on a bigger role with that for us. Love his skating. He's playing with some jam. He's, he's um, you know, physical. He's, he's hard to, to get away from and elude on the forecheck. I mean, there's a lot to like about his game. He just, got, he just comes to work every day. He's a very consistent player for us. All right, so 
some concern for Jared Bednar, and that's understandable. And I kind of had m- mirrored that a few days ago. Like, these guys haven't played. And now you're going up against a team that has played. So it's it's going to be, some, you know, they have another couple days of practice. So hopefully they can, you know, you would assume the way that they will practice on Saturday is completely different the way that they practiced today or yesterday. <clears throat> so, uh, but the first period or so, I'm not expecting miracles from the Avalanche. I just hope that they can hold on uh, and be be in the mix going into period number two. So uh, interesting that he didn't talk to them at all. I feel that, you know, that's his way of having confidence in this this team and knowing that they're professionals and this is what they're expected to do. I feel like he's been a coach of this team long enough where he doesn't have to micromanage and babysit. He shouldn't have to do that stuff. So, um, but still interesting that he just didn't, you know, reach out to a couple guys. I guess he feels he doesn't need to. So he, he doesn't have to do that. Um, the, you know, he did mention the schedule and, you know, those couple moments in the season where you had multiple days off are likely gone. So you, you had a couple moments in the schedule that you could circle saying like, well, we get, you know, three days off here, four days off, I think in April and, uh, most likely gone for, for those days. So, yeah, now that that schedule that was already tight to begin with kind of clamps down even more. And as long as you know that, you know, you can prepare for it. So I don't think the NHL has come out and made up where these games will be in the schedule. They should be soon if they haven't already. But still, uh, it's you knew this was going to be a pressing season anyway, and it just got more so because now you have to allocate five games in those slots where you had multiple days off. So that is not something that they're looking forward to. And the last thing was, you know, he, he talked about how he was not happy, but there's nothing he can do about it, about how he has to coach. And you don't really think about that. You don't think about how coaches have to coach this year. Yeah. You can coach them on the ice during practice, but now with kind of like these new protocols, you know, team meetings have to be done virtually. And all of that, if when, when you have games and when you have practices on ice, uh, obviously you're going to be around your players. Other than that, you got to coach from your office. That's, that's trying. That's difficult. And I don't think we really talk about that too much. Uh, you know, and we, we give a lot of credit to the players, which is earned. But the way that coaches have to coach this year uh, I think you have to give them a lot of respect for doing it the way that they're doing it because they've never had to do it this way either in terms of coaching. Coaches like to be involved uh, right there with their players. And now, you know, meetings and things like that have to be done over a computer. That's a whole nother ball game. So I give <clears throat> all those coaches, obviously including Coach Bednar, um, a lot of credit for doing it the way that they're doing it this year. And, and getting through it the best way they can. So, all right, everybody, that is going to be it for today, and that'll be it for this week. Uh, hopefully, when we come back on Monday, we have a game to talk about. Still crossing my fingers and my shoelaces and everything else that I can cross uh, to just hope that we have an avalanche game. So keep your ear to the computers and newswire and Uh, anything going on with Vegas and Colorado for that matter, and maybe the Minnesota Wild, who knows, 
and uh, hopefully everything gets in place where the Avalanche are playing a game. We're back on the ice for practice. Two thumbs up for that. Next step is a game. So we shall see. We'll know Monday. Uh, Actually, we'll know Sunday, but I'll be talking about it Monday. That's going to be it, everybody. Thank you for tuning in today and this entire week. It's greatly, greatly appreciated each and every day. So see you guys on Monday. Have a nice weekend. Here's Jovi. Go, Abs, go.